Jesus, just rolling some fish, making some tweaks to the greenhouse. Uh, I'm loving my new set a little bit better, right? <laughs> I get my favorite. Costa Rican coffee, La Pastora behind me. Uh, got a nice little workbench. My food forest farms. Oh, yeah. Those aren't for sale. Only special people get them. You know who you are. Everybody out there that's one of the special people, your shit is being dropped at the post office. Oh, what time we got? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, 12 noon. Uh, so in about an hour. So you should have yummy, yummy, yummy uh, coffee to drink or cannabinoid candies or soap or cookies or whatever you ordered. The monthly folks, the coffee club, my homies, uh, shit is on the way today. I ship on the 15th of every month. All right, here. Oh, we'll turn the fish down a little bit. Uh, let my phone hit a little charge. Uh, if you want to be a participant on the show, hit the link. So it's in the comments here that uh, are up on Oh, you know what? Let's see. You are live. Okay, good, good. We are going out on Telegram. So we are live on YouTube. On YouTube, the comments come right in here, and I can see them on the screen. Super easy. If you want to hit me on Telegram, let me see. I believe this is working now. Oh, there's Rachel. Ha-ha. Or there's Josh. He's special. Hi, Josh. Okay. So Josh just hit me on. Uh, Josh just hit me on the Scrambling University Telegram channel, which we are live on right now. So if you guys hit me on that. Moving this over a little bit. There we go. Now I can see those comments live. Hey, look at that. Look at that. We're getting a little more high tech. I'll I'll try to monitor both. Um, yeah, yeah, shit. Ah, that's funny. I wrote myself out notes and left them in the kitchen. Um, but you know what? I don't fucking need notes. Uh, no problem at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. So today's discussion is going to be called Time to Build. Time to Build. Time to Build. Time to Build. A lot of different ways you can interpret those three words. I love three words fucking sentences. Uh, yeah, you can say them different ways and they mean totally different things when you think about them and say them to yourself slowly. Uh, so, oh, come on. Can't do a show without a fucking lighter. Ah, Jesus Christ. What is this? Third world nation? I gotta go back to like Costco dime lighters that you can buy by the case for like 10 bucks? Oh, whatever. Uh, if only the caveman had it so easy, right? We would never going around chipping flint rocks, getting Tinder together, all that crazy bullshit. <laughs> Hoping for some lightning to get some fire. 
<laughs> Just march on down to Costco, pick them up for a dime. That was a prepping bug out tool. If you consider yourself at all prepared and you don't have like 50 lighters spread throughout cars, backpacks, jackets, glove boxes, junk drawers, <laughs> you're wrong. Dude, if the fucking lights go out, there's no match factory that's going to be like airdropping you matches. <laughs> you're going to want to stay warm. What if the piezo on your gas grill goes out? You just don't cook anymore? They're a dime right now. You can buy them by the case. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Time to build. What time is it? Time when your Fiat is going to be worth a lot less really soon. 50 lighters, just saying. Cost you five bucks right now. Five bucks, right? And you got fire for infinity. Well, as long as you're going to live. 50 lighters last you a long fucking time if you're planning how you use them. You get all crazy and splurge and get Bix if you wanted to. Those really are apocalypse proof. You can send those bad boys through the wash. Okay. Let's see. That screen keeps closing on me. That's kind of a pain in the ass. We'll work on that. Okay. Uh, time to build. Time to build. Um, so. Well, okay. Before that, the call-in show. Um, I publish this link every day. I would like you to talk about the thing we're talking about, right? If you hit the link and you pop in the show. If you don't, do I really give a fuck? No. It's an anarchy. Do what you want. I'll hang up on you if you're full of shit. If I agree with you, we'll probably rap for a long time. Whatever. But if you can distract me, ha ha ha, challenge. Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah. So, if, uh, Michael Rego is getting interviewed by, um, uh, oh, oh, yeah, Micro. Uh, Micro Works. It's a great fucking pod. Uh, that's his foundation. What's his podcast? Uh, Mike Rowe, The Way I Heard It. This week, Michael Reagan. Uh, like what it's like growing up being the kid of a president. Pretty interesting. I fucking hate all politicians, but it's interesting to hear the family dynamics from the inside. When you know you're inside a dynasty, right? And you're paying attention. Some of the other siblings didn't do that. That's why listening to him was interesting. Um, and the other thing was, they were telling a story of when uh, Reagan originally was a radio broadcaster on like WGN. Mm. Can't remember what city that's in. Midwest somewhere. But they used to get the games on teletype. So he'd have a guy over on the teletype machine. Teletype, right? <laughs> okay, kids, that's before that's before 8-track. That's before tape even existed. That's before you could record shit. Literally a telegraph office. Like telegraph. Like they sent electric pulses down the line. To make a little thing rattle on the other side. 
and the dude listened to it and wrote down the Morse code messages. That was, uh, well, shoot, how old was Reagan? Uh, whatever. There was in the like, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s. That's how fucking like long ago we were still using telegraphs. Now it had to be before that. Reagan, that could have been, could have been 20s, 30s. Who knows? Baseball, early. But the story was the telegraph guy just basically said what came across the beep, 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 right? And then Ronald Reagan, the radio broadcaster broadcasting the game, would just make the fucking game up. The whole thing, right? All these farmers out in the fields all throughout the Midwest had their AM radio on. They were just listening to radio plays. They were just listening to things being spoken, right? Because they were just riding around working at home, right? Same, the same reason we listen to the video cast and the podcast today, right? We're fucking busy working and it's just shit on in the background. And if it's entertaining so much, the better. So educational so much better they hadn't figured that out back then right they were just figuring out the new communication medium so the teletype middle of the game he's making it all up because that's what the radio guys do you know come over ball strike score inning blah 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 just mundane information he would make up you know, the guy who was at bat was as big as a gorilla facing down. I just make the story into a, a word picture, right? So the teletype machine breaks completely. Nothing. It was like three to two at a critical point in the game. So what does he do? He realizes everybody out there is just tuning in for the story in the background, right? Realizes it's a story. Man, truth will come out later. He just starts making shit up. What do you do when you got a stall for time on a radio show and your telegraph gets cut off? Well, of course, he fouled off the ball, right? I told a little story about it. And time to like get the new ball and blah blah da 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 da. And it took a lot of time. Then the next pitch fouled off the other way. Oh, a scuffle. They had no idea how long it was going to be before the thing started working again or if it would start working again, right? I have no idea how long the story went. It was a significant amount of time for dead air and radio. It all got patched back together. They found out what happened. He let the ball come to the plate, told the people what happened, moved on to the story. But him realizing what medium he was in allowed him to do a better job. So, oh, yeah. It's a long story, but it's worth it, kind of. So uh, my brother, who's had experience in, like, traditional media, right, but doesn't listen to these shows I think probably looked at how long my one of my shows was or something right and called me last night to give me advice on the show right like hey think about doing much smaller segments dumbing it way the fuck down 
uh, making it just, like, you know, that, like every single thing that I don't do, right? Because old media mentality, right, is thinking about like capturing an audience to just keep their time for no particular, you know, sell them shit. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's not the way my show goes. <laughs> I think you'd listen to the podcast or seen the podcast length. And what I had to explain to him was that the podcast is actually a downstream leftover thing from my live video show right that the live show is the thing where you can interact with me on a two-way street and we can have conversations about things and actually discuss topics um, kind of in depth right so the podcast is after the show's over right and i rip the file down and i upload it because it's a one-way thing which is fantastic, right, for farmers out in fields on tractors with earbuds in that can't interact in real time. They can't come on the show. They can't just go to YouTube and go in the comment section and click on it and send me a message. Or they can't just go to the Telegram and click on it and send me a message, right? And then I can comment on the message in real time and we can have a real-time conversation, like live audio video, live just audio, live chat to me being audio and video, right? All new formatting that involves audience participation. Um, but it was interesting, even a national show like Michael Reagan's show, on um, like, I don't know, 300 fucking channels, 400 channels, something crazy. Um, he was telling stories of when he had to stall because the calls just weren't there. Like calls weren't coming in. You've got to figure he's going out to millions of people. I think the average is like for every thousand, you know, all that talk radio in the morning, for every thousand listeners or so, they'll, they will maybe get one call. In. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, I get it. Everybody's a little timid, whatever. <laughs> You could even uh, you can even text me. My number's at foodforcefarms.com. Scroll down to the contact sheet, especially on the media page at the bottom. Text me a question. I might not see it during the show because it won't interrupt us, but I'll uh, I'll pick it up for the next show because um, I would love to give you guys. Man, it just smelled like clove cigarettes for a minute. That is so wet. Uh, definitely not my weed. I would love it. I used to smoke those things like a motherfucker. Oh, my God. Kids, do not smoke cloves. They are lung cutters. Holy shit. Even worse than Newports. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did all bad things. Oh. <laughs> Look it up. 1980s. Locker cleaner. When Nancy Reagan was all just fucking crazy on the just say no, and they were in like cracky down mode, and you're back east, and they think 
devil's lettuce is like actually devil's lettuce holy fuck yeah yeah so when there's nothing to get high on people don't not get high they're humans humans have changed their consciousness for millennia since the beginning of time right so uh yeah <laughs> uh, oh you know what here i'm gonna see if i can uh I'm going to see if I can. Oh, hey, there we go, Josh. Josh is right there. Can I have uh, both on the same screen at the same time? This is the question. Let's see. Oh, uh, mini size it. Ah, no, it's not going to let me do it. Oh, I don't want to shut it. Oh, maybe I do want to shut it. Yeah, let's try that. Oh, oh, okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, this is great. Mini size and lid, scrambling. Uh, how do I do that? I want to get back to the screen over here. Ah, okay. Totally forgot where I was. Tech time fucks me up. Okay, back to my notes. Back to my notes. Today's actual talk. Uh, time to build. Time to build. So, fuck. Everybody talks about uh, all this building shit and. Uh, <laughs> I love busting people's nuts online, investing stuff. It just kills me. Everybody starts not at the beginning. And if you don't start at the beginning, it doesn't work. Right? So. Got to go backwards to go forwards. Sometimes the quickest way between two points is a line in the opposite direction. Okay. Here's the real equation. People fucking skip right by this, and it's infuriating. Time to work. That's the discussion. So. Sorry, podcasters, I'm writing on the whiteboard. First step, work. Not kidding. You have to go bust ass when you're young. You have to trade your time. for money. No bullshit. First work, trade your time for money. Now, if you're a permaculturalist and you're switched on, since you can't beat the laws of the universe and you have to first work and trade your time for money. Hmm. We never do one thing at a time. Always at least three things at once, right? If you want to run an elegant system. So while you are working and trading your time for money, you might also accumulate knowledge and skills. 
knowledge and skills. That means you might choose who you decide to trade your time into money with to be an entity that would have high knowledge and skills that come along with the money for free, right? You can work at two places. The dollars are the same. Okay. There's fuck ton of jobs out there right now. You can think, lift, and do. You can make money. So if you're younger, can't beat the natural laws of the universe. You have to first work, turn your time into money. At the same time, going for a high knowledge and high skills position so that as the market contracts labor gets tighter you can demand even more money for your time or demand more knowledge for your time like being sent to classes on the company's time to learn more skills for them but once it's in you it's in you they can't take it back so Ah, we're a permaculturalist. We don't do this shit for two things. So we're going to trade our time for money. We're going to go for high knowledge and high skills things. What else? Ah. Contacts. Right? So. You might go to work in a place to trade your time for money in a high knowledge or skills environment to maximize your dollar and learn more knowledge and skills and in the right place so that you need the right contacts to fulfill your goal in the future. Ah, begs the question, doesn't it? Oh, I need better colors. I got shit for colors out here. Sorry, guys, I got shit for colors. I'm going to go get me some new markers. Uh, yeah, gold, 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 gold. Right? Everything I'm teaching you doesn't mean shit if you don't first start with the end in mind. Right? Like, what is your goal? Why would you want to accumulate things, money, power, stuff, assets, whatever, if you're not doing it for something that meets the permaculture ethics, right? Helping, right, help the world, help you and your dependents that you're responsible for because you created them, right? 
and helping humanity as a whole while doing a thing that's self-generating profit into the future or perpetuating living systems into the future. Regeneration of effort, regeneration, growth, actual growth. Ha ha ha, there's Bertrice. Hey, Mikey. Uh, Brian from Watts Project said he had a really nice time meeting you. Uh, I asked him if you were Whiskey Mike. Oh, there we go. Let's see. Uh, good. So I must be coming in on YouTube. Okay. Let's just check the telegram here. Josh, the renegade butcher says, Hey, Hey, over there on the, on the telegram chat over at telegram. Uh, what is it? All the telegrams are t.me, right? And then slash scrambling university. It's not that hard. Uh, okay. So step one work trade your time for money in a high knowledge high schools environment and gain contacts that can help perpetuate your goals right meet the right people if you're gonna do a thing or meeting like young people starting out you might want to learn how to work in kitchens right like every restaurant known or like think of different places where you meet different people some people uh let's see brian at the lots project said his first job his dad took him to the golf club set him down where the guys come off 18 and showed him how to sit there with the bucket of soapy water and ask if anyone needs their clubs cleaned uh, boom his eyes got opened and he met a bunch of guys with extra money and time on their hands at some point you might get curious and go hey how'd you get that extra money guys like that always have projects projects need people Okay, I almost erased the word goal, and then I was like, nope, don't do that, don't do that, can't erase that. That's the whole point, that's the whole point, right? We'll make it bigger. Since that is the whole point, right? What's the goal? What is your goal? Uh, so, step two, if you're playing along at home, Okay, step two, save. Yeah, okay, hold on. <laughs> so, every month you earn X. Right? So that's your income. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, 
let's say income a different way. Words mean things. If you are going to think yourself into building a better new system or a new product or a new thing, you should build that thing thousands and thousands of times before you release it, right? Because you can rebuild that thing in your mind like what, every second and a half? Right? So, precision. Uh, cash flow. Uh, we'll say positive cash flow. If you're a goal to work for somebody else, human, doing the trade, the time for the money, everybody calls that income. Once you start to break out of the mold at all, you're going to start calling it positive cash flow, right? Because say you're still going to a jobby job, but you start one little side hustle. Okay, now you can't think about just your income. You have to think about your positive cash flow. Your little side hustle comes with expenses. You can only think about value thrown off by that thing if it exceeds its expenses, right? might look like it's doing a thing because it's generating money, but... If it's generating more expenses, you have negative cash flow on that thing, right? And then that would come down into your uh, your spending, right? So your inflows for the month minus your outflows, right? And as long as, uh, let's see, uh, right? Okay, right. So if your outflows for every month exceed your positive cash flow, or say they're exactly the same, X and X, right? You're neutral. How do you know that? You have to write shit down. Or keep track for like a month or two. Get a journal. Write it down. For real. Every dollar that comes into you, it goes out to you. You go write it on some index cards and fucking throw them in the fireplace here in a month or three. I don't care. But you need to know what your real burn rate is. For real. When the kids want 20 bucks, when you're at the store and you went to grab like a soda and you grab chips and whatever, like all of it, every penny, every penny in, every penny out. Yeah, the in so much, good to know, but all the outflows. It's like doing the copy canning thing, right? Where you write down every single thing you eat for two months, just as a household, 
so that if you do have a chance to stock up, you stock up on the right shit, like the stuff you actually eat, not just some mythical stuff because it's on sale. So, uh, understanding what your outflows are is important, right? So that is, you can't beat the savings equation, right? So as long as your outflows are X minus one, you can make one unit of profit, right? Makes sense. Okay. So. If you get your outflows to zero, uh, what would that be? Uh, let's X minus X, right? Yeah, yeah. Theoretically impossible, but the most you could make is as much as your cash flow, right? So whatever. Anyway, that's the end of this graph. Doesn't blah blah. Okay. So you have to live on. You have to live. So that number is important, right? While you're still in this income. While you're still in the income model, you're stuck. You're not making, you have no throttle, right? You can't just go, I'm going to make three times as much next month and just do it, right? There is no throttle to your income. Your income is tethered to whatever they say they're going to pay you and whatever you have the balls to negotiate. So as a working person, you can't influence the top line of that equation. All you can do is the bottom line of that equation, right? So in our in our laws of the universe that can't be changed, work, save, invest, we can't get to the next step at all. Like, you shouldn't be listening to podcasts about it. You shouldn't be talking to people at the dinner table about it. You shouldn't even really be thinking about it. Until, that's, it's, it's so funny. They tell people in programs, right? You have to do these steps in order. It matters for a reason. A lot of people did them telling you what works. Some people listen, some people don't. Some people like pain. Other people's going to learn from, you know, watching shit, learning. Uh, so you have to do the steps in order because it's natural law. Work, save, invest. So unless, unless you're on your own company, your income is static. Only thing you control is your outflows. So do the fucking best you can 
but writing stuff down and moving spending to envelopes where you actually spend real money where you drive to the bank and pay them in hundred dollar bills for your mortgage when you're peeling off the 35th one you're starting to go like do i really need a five-bedroom place for me and my one kid i don't know what other stack could you be peeling off those hundred dollar bills into right because you can't get to step three until you master step two <laughs> so you know what i'm gonna go uh okay Ha. This is a perfect spot in every show to have a 30-second timeout. Uh, I I just ground up coffee and I boiled water right before I ran out here. So I have a beautiful pot sitting in there. And it's like, oh, I don't know, 20 feet away from me. So I am going to quickly dash in and pour it in and run back out here. I'll just bring it. Now, nah, fuck it. I'll bring it back out here and pour it. I'll show you how I pour. Uh, okay. Give me a 10-second break and then on with the ship. Okay, I don't even think that was as long as one of my bong pokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, get off. All right, all right. So, uh, French press, double walled. Okay, I, I ground this, I don't know, what, 20 minutes ago before I threw the kettle on? Significantly less. All right, you just go like long pour. So if you just get them wet, just till they're wet. I can't see it, it's not darker. Just, there we go. You'll see everything frothing and boiling, like kind of, it's extracting oils. It's real uh, sheeny, colorful. Right, it's extracting the easy oils that first hit, but really, what it's doing is opening the pores. So, once it opens the pores, the next bit of water can help uh, run over the next layer down in the microscopic mall. You know, they're little, if you look at them under a microscope, they're little tiny lava rocks. So uh, turbulence, that's why, if you notice, I kind of do the long pour. Uh, and I like to kind of make it splash. The difference in a $1,000, well, probably now about $2,500 uh, bun SCA regulated commercial brewer is uh, spray pattern. The spray patterns in the commercial brewers are definitely different. The holes are different. The way the pressure hits the spray head is different. Um, getting turbulence in your coffee is, uh, it helps extract more, I guess you'd say. Oh, let's see. 
we'll go back later and uh, look at how good I did on hitting a four minute uh, four minute plunge, huh? Oh, I just top it up at the end to get the exact right amount that I want. Okay, but anyway, you can't beat you can't beat the natural law plan. You have to you have to rein in your spending while you are in the ramping up phase to investing because you need to accumulate capital. Um, you need to accumulate capital. Deep uh, dude, just making sure my Airbnb person's okay. I'm telling her I'm on the air. <laughs> uh, Airbnb guests always get first priority around here. So, yeah, you come stay with me. Uh, yeah, you're the you are the number one human around here. <laughs> it's so fun. I love interacting with our Airbnb guests. She's going. Uh, she's going hiking over on the Olympic Peninsula. Uh, that's awesome. Oh. Uh, Fun, fun, fun. She went out. Yes, yeah, so her, uh, her, she's like contractor that came into town to work on a job and they got done a couple days early. So they're, uh, I saw her gearing up yesterday, getting like climbing poles and uh, look like maybe, uh, oh, shoot, what do you call those? Not crampons, the, uh, the ones, oh, gators. So maybe she's going to go climbing over there. Mount Eleanor is my favorite trail. I did battle with the, with the uh, billy goat that uh, they had to actually go up and shoot because he fucking speared like a hiker two weeks later. Same trail. He thought it was his trail. I was just faster about getting out of the way. I knew you didn't fight a billy goat on the side of a mountain. Not that high up. Mount Eleanor billy goat. Google foo that shit. You'll find it. It was a big story about, oh, God, I don't know, probably about 14, 15 years ago. Yeah, that's when Squirrel and I used to go up, climb that mountain in snowshoes with snowboards on, dig ourselves like a snow fort, party like motherfuckers, uh, and then uh, we would just snowboard down like two miles the next day. Oh, so fun. So fun. You know, why would you go to a place, pay the lift area like $150 to get like dragged up in the cold air when you could just be like dropping through the like pine trees, checking out all the like nature and smoking fatties and just ski down for free the next day. Yeah. I guess one choice is quantity over quality of the experience. In total. Hey, yeah, in case there's any like super, uh, super snow junkies out there, my one cousin Craig started, uh, I think it's called Coolior Magazine. Uh, it's about backcountry uh, skin skiing. You know, like, uh, like serious, like Sierra Nevada, they never took chairlifts, they climbed everything. Uh, then my other buddy, 
uh, my other cousin, actually, he is a real cousin. Uh, Jeff runs a big ski shop out in uh, Tahoe. If anybody needs a hookup out that way, let me know. I'll get your friends' family deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here, we got to leave 75 for Joe on there. Coffee club. Coffee club. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ship today. Ship today. Okay, here's the deal. We were last at 48. 53 are sold. 47 positions remain. As soon as that hits zero, well, when it hits 75 sold, I'm taking Chicken Joe on a fucking crazy vacation. I'm Marriott Titanium for life. For life. That's how much I used to travel. So, but we just never use it because we don't go anywhere. We just don't spend money. Yeah, remember this equation? The reason you can accumulate to get to the next part of the equation is because you don't spend money. You work or do things with positive cash flows and you minimize your outflows. Maximize your... Max... Saving. Now, the crazy thing you're going to find, once you get on to step two, now remember, if you haven't mastered step one, you shouldn't be on step two. Work on making more money. Move to a place where you make even just a tiny bit more money if you can get the same or better money and get lots more connections to help towards your ultimate goal. Or move if you can get lots more knowledge on different subjects that might pay more. Right? Or skills, dexterity, learning how to run if they've got the next super cool, like, you know, $5 million Caterpillar tractor that you want to run. And they're going to pay you to like run it and then be able to put that on your resume. Boom. Reason to go over there. So step two, save more max fucking savings. Right. After, after, after you got the first two down. Welcome. <laughs> okay. You've graduated. You've made it. Step three. With your good, positive permaculture in mind goal you manage to make a bunch of money not spend it save 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 congratulations how did that 20,000 hours of fucking busting your ass feel boom good work good work Welcome. You are now ready to start 
considering. Where to invest, right? Now that you have invested that much time and energy accumulating the nut that you are about to roll down the alley and see what happens. You are standing at the goal line start line properly prepared to throw the ball before now what would be the point right you would have no idea what you were really doing but you've gone through the steps in a natural order you are in the right place Right goal in mind, ready to invest. <clears throat> okay. Here. So, investing means okay. For those of you on the podcast, investing directly means assuming risk into your life on purpose. All right, let that sink in for a second. Investing trying to make your nest egg that you have busted your 20,000 hours of ass for to get a little bit bigger involves risk. Now, how much risk and when to jump in the pool? Oh, yeah, yeah. I should have said at the very beginning, none of Scrambling University is uh, actual investment advice. Uh, yeah, I limit my liability to the amount you pay me for it. I am not a licensed financial professional. If you pay me a dollar for my advice, I will assume one dollar of risk. <laughs> ah. Trades, always trade-offs, right? Can't fool yourself that this is not the equation. That is always the equation. Now, financial liar types that are paid relationship management individuals, right? They are not investment people. They are trained to keep you in the market, keep you in the market, keep you in the market at all costs. They only, their companies make money when shit is in their possession. doesn't really matter where. When you whoa the fuck out because you see a train wreck coming, they get really mad and they make it hard for you to whoa the fuck out, right? Because they're... <laughs> 
Where do you think they get paid from in the equation? The middle part, the uncertainty, right? That's why they make money. So, when you invest money, there's always risk. When you invest anything, there's always risk. Right? You blow 15,000 hours of your mind energy in a government minimum security concentration camp. Right? Always a risk, always a cost. Don't subject your children to concentration camps if you can do it at home or almost free. 80 bucks a month, Excellus Academy. Don't torture the kids. Government school is government jail for real. Okay, so invest. Hmm, interesting. So, you can either invest in or these are going to be the worst podcasts ever, but tune in on YouTube or Odyssey, or Telegram live. See the video. Uh, so anyway, really comes down to two things. You can invest in assets. I probably spelled that wrong. Ah. Start your own show. Uh, so, it's not absurd I spelled that wrong. Because I don't spell shit. But whiteboard, whatever. Hey, assets, same thing. Uh, so, an asset. So let's think about that. That would be a thing. Think about what kind of things you would invest in, being put your money at risk for. What would you think would be a can't fucking lose? Okay, whatever thing you just thought of, think of at least three ways that thing becomes worth zero. Five seconds, go. All right, all right. If you didn't throw in like thermonuclear war and your asset getting melted, like if it was in a vault somewhere, whatever, you know. Three things, risk. Plane falling out of the sky, lands on your bank, boom, your shit and safety deposit box goes away. Shit happens, right? Don't know, don't know what the asset was that you were thinking in your brain that you bought. So everything has risk asset-wise, and it has usually an expense. Yeah. 
What? My thing doesn't have an expense. I said I'd buy a piece of art. Uh, well, you got to pay the homeowner's insurance. Right? You got to give it a humidity proof or whatever. You know, a dry, warm, whatever environment that like keeps the piece of art to keep its value. Right? You have to maintain that at a cost. It has to be done or the thing becomes your investment right becomes worth less to the next person because you didn't maintain the environment okay say you bought land okay now have your taxes gone up times like 50 and now the burn rate to just hold your land that you own outright is more than you can sustain even though the price appears to be going up on paper you owe them every year to hold that so you have this appreciating asset that's sucking you dry so assets as a class of things to invest in to try to make money make money with money it's a thing you have to really think about it a lot right when you buy a thing do you create a sinking fund for the thing and fund it at the same time like okay i know this thing will require this amount of suck for maintaining securing protecting whatever and here is the matching blah 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 that would take it through blah 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 of time right you can't think of things of snapshots in time. Things are a flow. Are you setting up your system to take care of itself? Okay. That's assets. Short version. Lots of questions in the Telegram. Come join us at Scrambling University. Stupid easy to find. Uh, so, okay. The other thing that you invest in is cash flow. So, man, okay. I'm gonna rename Friday's show, or I'll do, or I'll do next. Uh, I'll do next Wednesday on. Uh, I'll do next Wednesday's show, maybe completely on cash flow, cash flow models, something like that. Oh, if I'm boring you guys to fucking death, let me know. If you've got a kid that needs like a kick in the ass on some business education that they'll never teach you for real in fucking business school, send him here. Ask the real question. I'll answer it. So cash flow. So stocks, right? companies right you buy a company you buy some stocks you buy a franchise with an ongoing deal right you're buying cash flow that has business and political risks <clears throat> associated 
with getting a piece of that cash flow. Nothing is riskless. Remember, we went through that before. <laughs> Investing is risk. How much do you want to be in charge of it? How much do you want to put into the black box of the unknown? See what comes out. Yeah, Wednesday, next week. I think that's what we're going to do. I'm going to take a picture of my board so I remember where we're at. But I can't just fire hose you for like two hours. That was, so my brother's comment was to make a real short, like stupid version. And I was like, no fucking way. I'm not doing it. Um, so I figure, you know, and I kind of said, ah, my show goes like an hour or maybe two hours if I got an interesting guest. Um, hey, thanks, Riley. Are you going to tune in next Wednesday? That's the question. <laughs> Tell a friend, hit the button. Uh, good, good, good. Yeah, I want, well, you know, yeah, these are for all time. Part of his, uh, part of his advice, right, was try to picture my audience. Um, and now that I was, uh, ah, fucking bong. Ah! <laughs> it's funny. All right. You know what I should do? Yeah, yeah. The, the meat is over. What you came here is for about deal. Now I'm going to get back to fucking smoking dope and rambling. Um, but yeah. So the, his deal was I should uh, picture my audience, right? But I didn't have enough uh, feedback from the machine yet because I hadn't produced enough shows to have an audience that it could feed back on and make connections with. Uh, now that the AI... It's starting to really roll. Um, I'm using Fountain FM. If you guys are listening to the podcast version of this, um, if you're listening to the podcast, it's because it's on Apple streaming. Just go over to fountain.fm. They have a great app. Really, it's I love it so much better than the Apple app uh, as far as just getting rid of old shit off my It doesn't clog my phone up as much as the old uh I don't even know what they call it now. I, Apple Podcatcher or whatever, the purple one. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, the uh, Fountain FM is just a better app. It integrates with Lightning Network, and um, it actually creates you a Lightning address when you download the app. So if you download the Fountain FM app, you now have a lightning wallet and the addresses are stupid simple whatever you name yourself on lightning that's going to be your wallet address so think of something really easy it's it's an easy way at a show or send somebody a picture or whatever it's being able to send money to an email address you know i'm like scrambling at uh ln dot uh, scrambling at ln dot tips Easy enough, right? If you send lightning payments to that, ba-boom. <laughs> right to me. Uh, but super easy. Uh, but the cool thing is using that player, if you use Fountain FM, you can stream Satoshis per minute. Or you can tip in Satoshis 
so younger creators don't have to get to the thousand uh, subscriber base on YouTube. You can just shortcut that all together and day one have your lightning address for your podcasts. People can, I stream five Satoshis per minute listen to any podcast I listen to. So if you have a podcast up there, all you have to do to get your free Satoshis, well, they're not free, you're producing content, but Satoshis that people have streamed to you, is just go claim it. You go up there and you tell it what address that you registered with Apple email address. Then they know it's you as the producer and boom, your wallet's created and you now own the Satoshis. So if you go to a podcast on Fountain and you click on the lightning bolt and it comes up you, that you can't tip them because they haven't claimed their wallet yet. It says, hey, help this podcaster claim their wallet. Just shoot a screenshot of it, send it to them. Go like literally free money. I want to pay you. As soon as you make a wallet, I'll start tip. You know, I will start streaming you Satoshis. I think I threw uh, I threw five bucks in this morning and I got five thousand satoshis, right? So I can listen to one thousand minutes of content for the five dollars. Come on, be the change you want to be, right? Create the new system for free, literally. The transaction cost to make five bucks of my Bitcoin in one of my wallets into five bucks in Lightning Network was literally zero dollars. And I transmitted five bucks for zero dollars. Not even a penny, I don't think. So yeah, the Lightning Network is real. You can get Lightning addresses a bunch of different places and have a bunch of different addresses, right? On Telegram, the uh what is it the uh, uh, uh lightning tip bot if you invite the lightning tip bot to any group on telegram it allows tipping in the group and it tur as soon as you friend the lightning tip bot it turns your name into a way for people to tip you directly so if you leave a cool comment for somebody or you help some somebody says hey where do i find blah 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 and you serve up like the answer that they've been looking for. They can go, hey, here's a thousand Satoshis. Thank you. Or here's a hundred Satoshis. That was fucking hilarious burn you just laid on that guy. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, right? It's a way to start transacting in very small amounts called Satoshis, 100 millionth of a Bitcoin and makes it usable frictionless right it will get people used to accepting it and it's so fast i mean sent received so anyway yeah that's the future satoshis are here might as well start using them and uh it is a way to use real bitcoin but in usable amounts right like 100 bucks 200 bucks onto your lightning wallet so you could spend it out a dollar or three or five or six or one at a time right all in chunky chunks nothing big right so maybe down the road because they still haven't decided yet but maybe down the road uncle sam just says hey 
when you take your Bitcoin off this off ramp to go buy fucking Snickers bars and shit for a dollar, we're going to consider when it moved to Lightning the sale. And after that, fuck it. Just think about right now when you run around with dollar bills and you spend five bucks here, ten bucks there, buy a beer at the show, yada yada. They're not tracking any of that. There's dollar bills floating around, right? It costs them a lot of money to make money float around. And there's gonna be they're gonna want you to use their their currency. Hey, I'm on the air. Can I call you back? See ya. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Oh, somebody who says they listen to my show. Uh Uh-huh. That's hilarious. Oh. There we go. We got our tunes back. Yeah, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. For how long? It's been at least six months now. That's what I was just patting myself on the back. I think this is show 70. We made it. I've been really diligent. I think even through the COVID, even through some bullshit, whatever, nothing has stopped it. I think I haven't missed. I think I've missed one show when I went down to float. There was just broadcasting from the field was fucked and I was serving so many people coffee I would have had to stop all of it that was the one show that I missed from the festival so I gotta put one in the can anyway we're getting to the end of the show anyway I'm sure he needs me for some shit so let me let me get off the show and talk to the guy that listens to the show think of some good questions hit me in the comments Go to the Scrambling University Telegram or go to thesquatchfest.com. 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 Yeah. The fucking coolest camping, art, light, and music festival one has ever seen. Go check it out. There's some fucking great pictures and there's like kind of a secret portal down towards the bottom of that page where you would interact with the community, find out how to get tickets. Uh, if you're part of my insider club, your guys free portal went out today. If you look in the note that I sent you, read to the bottom in there is instructions on how you get your free tickets for being part of the coffee club. Helping Chicken Joe get to 75, 75 for Joe. Do it for Joe, by God. Okay, do it for Joe. Come on, let's make that a thing. Hashtag do it for Joe. All right. Love you guys. Go do some shit. I'll call this guy back.